Jill Bennett sitting in for Simi. Well, I'm not sure of a time when we talked more about the park board, uh, well, in its whole history since its establishment in 1888. But we are talking about it because, as you know, Vancouver's mayor has announced he is bringing forward a motion that could start the process of abolishing the elected park board. And Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim joins me on the line now to talk a bit more about this. Mayor, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Jill. Thank you very much for having me. Well, certainly uh, a lot of feedback on this. I'm sure you were expecting that when you made this announcement. When did you make the decision that you were going to bring forward this motion and wanted to abolish the park board? You know, we've had sort of... um conversations we've been doing our due diligence we actually tried to uh, make the park board work and just through uh, tons of conversations with uh, councillors with park board commissioners with the uh, members in the community people that use our parks I think it you know the, the thing was forming over time and I think over the last um, you know a few weeks it really came to a head does it have anything to do with your pick not being chosen as the chair of the park board <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. We're talking about a structural thing here. And so um, if I pull back a bit, uh, if you actually look at the structure of the park board, it is fundamentally broken. It does not work. And you can drop seven superstars uh, into uh, the uh, the structure and it wouldn't matter because at the end of the day, if you have more than one group accountable for anything, um, no one's accountable. And that's what we have. We have an elected park board and we have city council. And even the auditor general mentioned that the, you know, the long-term strategic... Uh, um, goals of uh, the park board aren't aligned with the city. And so right there, you just have, you know, a lot of um, opportunities for things falling through the cracks and things getting delayed. And we're seeing it in our parks. And so we are trying, we have to change the structure if we want our parks to be world-class assets again. But you must have at some point thought that it, w- it was fixable because you did originally say you were going to abolish it and then then said, no, maybe we can fix this thing. So so what was it that happened that got you back to the point where it was no longer fixable? Yeah, when I when I look at w- w- the state of our parks and uh, where they are, um, that really led to this decision. For example, you look at the aquatic center, the side of a building fell off. Uh, you look at the Stanley Park train, that thing was going to go to the uh, scrap heap and we actually had to work around that and go to private donors and uh, look for outside help to help us. When you speak to Trout Lake Little League, these, you literally have families and kids that actually want to improve their diamond, um, their field, and they've even raised money, but they're being stymied by uh, uh, you know the park board. You look at um, every time we, um, you know, uh, filming companies or uh, the movie industry, if they want to pull permits, they actually have to go to two different groups if they want to, let's say, film and do chilling park. They need to get a, a permit for the park and another one uh, to park their cars from the city of Vancouver. And it just adds, it's craziness. You look at Malkin Bowl. Uh, that asset is a gem. It's been severely neglected. We even have people that will privately donate to fund it and um, they're not a, it, the part uh, they're being rejected the Honda celebration of lights Moby bikes it took five years to get a docking station put at Kitts Community Center because once again two different jurisdictions two sets of pay, uh, permits two sets of paperwork legal agreements uh, Spanish Bank washrooms we have a broken water pipe and because of the cross jurisdictional issues we actually don't have war- working bathrooms um, in parts of Stanley, uh, Spanish Bank for over 
over a year now. And the Sun Yat-sen Gardens, they've been waiting seven years to uh, renew their lease with Park Board. Uh, it still hasn't happened, and that's actually affecting their ability to invest in that asset going forward. And I, I want to stress, Sun Yat-sen Gardens is the first uh, park of its type outside of China. And so, sorry, I get really passionate about this because I think, you know, there are a lot of individuals or there's some individuals uh, who are passionate about the, the park board and I love them for that. That's great. But we're missing the bigger picture. Our parks need significant work and the structure doesn't work. And I'm passionate about our parks, just like all the other individuals that are coming on these calls and uh, making these comments. Um, but the current way just isn't working. And if we want our assets to be better, we have to do something differently. And this is what we're doing. Uh, you mentioned as well that there would be savings for taxpayers. Uh, the park board is about $170 million a year operation, uh, managing many of the things that you just mentioned. How does bringing it into the city under the city's guidance, making it part of city's structure, how does that save the taxpayer money? Well, okay. So, from an operational perspective, if you have, if you're reporting to, diff- uh, if you have two different um, sets of goals, like once again, I mentioned that, you know, uh, the park board goals uh, aren't aligned with the city's goals, and that that's not even coming from me. That's coming from the auditor general, an independent third party. Um, when you have people running in two different directions, um, you, there's a lot of confusion, and they spin their wheels, and then you you end up with things like. You know, uh, Moby Bikes taking five years to get uh, their docking stations uh, put in. And so when you collapse it or when you fold the uh, park board under uh, the city of Vancouver, you have one goal. You have all your people going in the same direction. It takes way less time. And so by default, you get, you know, more things done with the same amount of resources. And so when we talk about savings, what we're really talking about here is operational efficiency. So we can actually, you know, have our people working on the the right stuff and improving our assets. That's where you're going to see the lift. Uh, we heard from the chair, Brennan Bastiovansky, yesterday. Uh, he said uh, that uh, he uh, that you had promised him that you that he would be able to finish his term as a park board commissioner. He said uh, on the Jazz Joe Hall show on this station, he feels like an idiot for believing you. He's heartbroken. He says you did a backflip and that you are forcing ABC councillors to do that, that he feels betrayed. And he's pleading uh, to the premier to let the commissioners finish their term and to hold a referendum. How do you respond to that? Somebody who was until yesterday part of ABC. Well, first, I, I do want to acknowledge um, Brennan and everyone who has uh, who's currently serving as a park board commissioner and everyone who served in the past. Um, love them for it. And once again, this is not about the people. It's about the system. And so and let, you can drop seven superstars into that uh, process. It doesn't matter. You can't fix the system. Um, look, uh, those comments were, uh, you know, uh, those comments weren't made to Brennan. Um, and uh, if you actually look what I've said in the media, so we do have a record. Uh, if you go to uh, Alyssa Thibault's interview of me back in May of 2022, I was very clear. We are going to try to fix the elected park board. And if we cannot fix it, we would go to the province and look for changes. And we are doing exactly what I stated in the media. And so uh, I know there are a lot of uh, emotions right now, um, and I know a lot of people are saying a lot of things, and all i got to say is, you know, go back to what I've publicly stated uh, in front of uh, 
you know, TV cameras. And, uh, you know, I, I'm highlighting Alyssa Thibault's uh, interview back in uh, May of 2022. It, it's out there. Um, I was sure. Very sure. Clear. Uh, with the timeline, I know you said yesterday that this could potentially be done within six months. What happens now, though? You've had three Park Board Commissioners leave ABC. They've now said they're going to align with the Green Party Commissioners. What happens if they start taking on projects or doing things and passing things that you're not in favor of? Well, once again, um, anything that uh, makes sense, uh, we will support as a council. These things are not personal. We put the city of Vancouver and our parks and our recreational facilities above any you know, person or party. And so my expectation for all elected officials in the city of Vancouver is they put uh, you know, the residents first. And as long as they do that, there won't be any issues. Um, and stating, um, you know, uh, the obvious, and, you know, this is uh, the, the part of the problem that uh, the structure is broken. Right now, um, you know, even if we didn't make any changes, uh, the, the park board votes on things and then they have to come to city council uh, for approval anyways. And so that's what we're talking about here. We, we've just literally added another step, more confusion, a lot of uh, workflow and regulatory red tape. And that's why a lot of these projects are getting stalled uh, for five, seven, 15 years. Like it takes literally 15 years to build a community center now in the city of Vancouver, if you're lucky. And so that's what we're trying to address here. And so, you know, um, you know, nothing really changes at this point. Anything uh, the, the park board commissioners come up with, will, if they're looking for capital, are going to have to be uh, you know, approved by city council anyways. And we will make those pragmatic uh, discussion or decisions uh, in chamber. Do you already have assurances from the province that they will support you on this? You know, we've been in active conversations with the province, and what I can say is we have a, uh, I think we have a great working relationship with them. Um, they've been fabulous, um, and it's our experience that uh, they, they've shown in the past, and uh, the direction that, 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 that they're giving is they care about the residents of Vancouver, and they will do what's in the best interests of the residents of Vancouver. And as we, you know, uh, plead our case here, um, you know... Um, is that a guess? You know what? Um, we we have uh, good indications, but you know, uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I think the merits of getting rid of or folding in the elected park board into city council are incredibly strong. I do want to state that we're the only city in Canada, and there's only one other city in North America that has an elected park board. And I, with all due respect to Cultus Lake doesn't really count. Um, it's, it's literally a park and there's only 1,300 people that live there. Um, but with the exception of Minneapolis, we're the only other jurisdiction in North America that has an elected park board. And there's not a single city in North America that's rushing to institute an elected park board because I think everyone's figured out it just doesn't work. Mayor Sim, we'll have to leave it there. I appreciate you making the time for the show today. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you very much for the opportunity. That is Ken Sim, the mayor of Vancouver. We'll